and trains, and we're prepared for it with new technique and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. We're getting ready to have a live spectrum. What we were trying to say, we got to walk home. Walk home. Walk home. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at Wadesword. Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to episode 27 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Of course, uh, you found us. I don't know how you have, either through SoundCloud, TuneIn, or iTunes. I certainly appreciate you doing so. We have a great show lined up for you today. The Silver Fox Kevin Allen is in the building. And, of course, I want to remind you guys, you can reach out and touch me at Wade's Word, W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D, all in lowercase, all combined. And you can uh, reach Kevin Allen at Allen, Allen Ron 10. That's A-L-L-E-N, Allen Ron 10. Allen at Allen. Is that right? Right. Allen and Ron Allen. 10. <laughs> Yeah, let me make sure I got that right. <laughs> at Allen, A-L-L-E-N-A-L-L-E-N, the number 10. Now, I think we got it. You, uh, you, and if you, you, close. If you don't have it, then you'll get it from me if you need to at Ways Word. Again, want to remind you guys, I know some people have talked about SoundCloud giving them some problems. I don't know what that's about. I don't know if it's mobile use or whatever. But if you have a problem with SoundCloud, please go to TuneIn. And all you have to do is search for the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Now, you have to look under podcast. It's right there, and it's easy. Uh, It's really easy to get. And, of course, for those of you who have iPhones, you can subscribe on iTunes. We want you guys to please make comments. Let us know. We need feedback. Uh, We need you guys to to subscribe so we can uh, really show that we are making some progress towards uh, our ultimate goal of making the best podcast in the entire world. Well, coming up this episode, we're going to do headlines, and then we're going to do some hot topics for you guys. Uh, We're going to do the old school TV movie game, and we'll explain that to you as we go. We have Ballin' or Fallin', and we also have Shame, 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 or Charge It to the Game. And before I get out of here, before I let go, and uh, I want to try a new segment. I may insert this. I may not. It's called, I Said That to Make You Mad. Well, I kind of say something I know is probably going to be unpopular, but (laughs) nonetheless, it's my take on things. But without further ado, let's get started with headlines. After nearly a year in a case that saw no criminal charges against Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott, the NFL suspended him for the first six regular season games of the 2017 season. Elliott and the NFL Players Association can still and will appeal the decision. Now, we have a lot more to say about that, Kev, and we'll get into that uh, when we get into our hot topics. Also, Sacramento Kings forward Zach Randolph was arrested on a felony charge of marijuana possession with intent to sell. The arrest was a part of a Wednesday night disturbance that resulted in damage to five LAPD uh, vehicles and one sheriff's vehicle. Police recovered two guns impounded two vehicles, and seized narcotics. Quote, the charges are false and misleading, unquote, Randolph's agent and attorney Raymond Brothers told the Associated Press on Thursday. Quote, we're looking at all options to resolve this matter, unquote. Second time he's been in trouble. When was he in trouble before? It was a few years ago, if, if I'm correct. I think they've 
supposedly found something in a vehicle he had mm-hmm. with uh, another gentleman driving it or whatever. So but, got out of that one. You thing. you said you know you you were really critical of Zach Randolph and the whole thing, the way this whole thing played out because apparently they were out playing loud music, loud music and and and, and hanging out in the street and things like that. And Zach shouldn't be out there like well, that. Well, and like man. I told you, hey man, they were high, <laughs> so <laughs> you don't make the best decision when you're high. But they were high, so hence you have, you know, uh, allegedly anyway. And we'll have to see that, how well, that plays out. You we don't get a sense he's gonna get in trouble for this. Well, dude. I, you, you never know because you know the the conduct codes that they have in those contracts and things like that. You know, Stephen A. always tells him, stay off the weed. I don't know if you can do that in the NBA. You know? I think that's a requirement. <laughs> don't they do that to make you puff at the combine? Oh, man, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> the NBA, they have quite the reputation for the herb. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, they got to play with it. Also, the Buffalo Bills traded star wide receiver Sammy Watkins and a six-round pick to the Rams for cornerback E.J. Gaines and a 2018 second-round pick. The Bills announced on Friday. Also Friday, the Bills acquired wide receiver Jordan Matthews and a 2018 third-round pick from Philadelphia for cornerback Ronald Darby. Now, Buffalo now owns two selections in the first round, second round, and third rounds of the 2018 draft. Uh, the Bills previously acquired the Kansas City Chiefs first-round pick when they traded down during the 2017 draft to select cornerback Tredavious White at the number 27 position. We'll talk more about them as well. So those are sort of the, the some of the headlines. There are many things that are happening. Uh, but the two biggest things, and we talked about this on my local show here in Houston this morning, obviously people are reeling and have feeling some type of way about the Ezekiel Elliott suspension. And also, there's a growing momentum around the boycott the NFL because of the Colin Kaepernick, uh, because he's not signed by an NFL team. I want to delve into both of those if we can. Now, when you talk about Ezekiel Elliott, and this is what I was so upset about this morning, I'm still upset about it. Okay, now let me preface all of this by saying, if he has committed domestic violence, if if he's if he actually did these things, he needs to be punished, and he need what and whatever the guidelines are for that punishment, prosecute to the fullest extent of the law, all of those things. Here's my problem. So he goes. This happened over a year ago, right? So the local police department did not pursue charges. They looked into it. They investigated. No charges were filed. So now, a year later, the NFL and Roger Goodell take it upon themselves to have their own investigators, to have their own people delve into his life, and they decide, no, there's enough evidence that we can go ahead and punish him and suspend him for six games. And we've seen this already with the NFL, with the Ray Rice deal. You remember with Ray Rice, people were like, well, why didn't the police turn over the tape to the NFL? No, I mean, people, think about what you're saying when you say that what job you should have that right is the nfl bigger than the law and that's my problem with the six game suspension it's not the inequity the inequity speaks for itself josh brown he admitted that he committed domestic violence against his wife he admitted this on multiple occasions suspended for one game ezekiel elliott denies everything cops don't press charges still Six games. Now, so the inequity is the inequity, if you want to deal with that part. But let's imagine you work for 
let, let me just give me a, a car dealership or you work for the pizza parlor and the you go out one night and you get into a fight. Somebody says you assaulted them. Okay. Police come out, they investigate, they find no evidence that you assaulted the person or not enough to prosecute. Do you want McDonald's or Papa John's or CC's Pizza investigating you and saying, well, I know what the cops said, but let me, we were going to send our own CC's Pizza detectives out here to decide if you really did it because we don't trust the police department. And that is my biggest issue with all of that. And my other big issue has been an issue for a while with the NFL. How do you give one man, essentially one man, the commissioner, Roger Goodell, the power to, to hand out discipline without any kind of response or protection from your players union? Well, when you look at that, Devin, it's, it's all companies. Uh, they have that one guy that's that's that CEO, and within that company, you have rules and guidelines. Just because the police didn't find something, maybe they found something in their investigation. Sometimes these people will talk to you and not talk to the police. So therefore, when that happens, their findings through their contracts and their code of conduct, what they're supposed to follow by. He may not have followed their code of conduct, but didn't commit a crime on the other end that warrants you to go to jail. Okay. So this is what that may be going I, I, on. I understand what you're saying. And, and and I was really really passionate about this earlier. I mean, we had a vigorous discussion about this. Okay, so I understand codes of conduct. And I know that you have rules and you have laws. And, and I understand that. And when he pulled the latest top down, again, that was not a crime. She, did, she didn't have a problem with it. This is during the St. Patrick's Day celebration he Ezekiel it pulls down a woman's top exposing her bare breast right so I understand that's code of conduct stuff that's you know that doesn't shine a light positively on the NFL I get that part here's the part I'm seeing if you're gonna get him for conduct for a conduct issue when let's pretend because the law says so that it didn't happen say it didn't happen at all and I don't care what pictures TMZ produces I don't care what you heard. I don't know who you talked to. If the law pursued it, the NFL cannot punish him for something that didn't happen in the eyes of the law. And that's why I have a, a huge, huge problem. If you're talking about something that happened, something when you talk about what he did to the young lady, that happened. That's on tape. We saw that. That happened. No denying that. Poor decision by him shines a negative light on the Dallas Cowboys and the NFL. We get that. But with this, it may not have even happened. He says his people say it didn't happen, and that's why I have he, my problem. He may not have broken the law, but he could have done something different where it violated the code of conduct. Okay, he may violating this something. Okay, code what, of what, what, what was the uh, so, so say he? We did, don't know. Okay, but say, said it yet. Okay, but say he didn't say he didn't do what she said he did, right? Well, what she and, said, and, dude, the, the, the domestic violence they don't, part. Yeah, and they came out with strong words for him. The, the, the lettering, and, and I got a copy of it, and I didn't read the whole thing, but the important parts of it is that, hey, you did this on multiple occasions. This mm -hmm. is what this is what they're saying. But we got to wait until that comes out, Devin. Do you, do, see, in this type of situation, Devin, you can't tip your hand all the time. And in this case, they said, we want to get it right. Because in the past, they say we didn't, so we're going to take our time and we're going to get it right. 
So they took their time on this deal, and don't think they did turn over every rock and turn over. But every that's stone. not their job to do that. Yes, and it that, is. No, it's not that's because their business they, because the police <laughs> does not control my business. I have rules within my business that the police has. What they do is. That uphold the law, but see, this is, have, this is where your players union comes in and say you don't have the right to do that, and you shouldn't have the right to do that. And, and sm- furthermore, it's not smart on Roger Goodell's part. Okay, so now all of a sudden, so, so say they suspended for one game for the conduct for exposing a woman's breast, right, and and whatever else. So conduct. Okay. So you get them for one game, and then this goes away, and everybody's happy. Now what you've done is you've taken. Talk away from the Cowboys again. This is as a business owner. You've taken talk away from your product to talk about this distraction. So what I'm saying to you is no one when, when people sign off on this and say that this is okay, understand, do you really want your job, your gig, your job, your everyday job to have the power to supersede whatever the police say? Yes, but, but Devin, when you Do, do go, you want that? Do, no, no. Would it, you like your job? About, but it's not what you want. These rules are in place before you get employed. So when you get employed, you're stepping into this. So you don't have a control. And I learned this a long time ago. But I think this part is vague, though. And I I don't think that this is totally worked out between the players' union and the NFL. And what they have to do next contract time? I agree with you. Do something different. But as of now, what they have in place, they have to follow these guidelines and bylaws. I they just think it's, it, a, it's a very, very negative thing to have a league or an employer have that much they power. Have and, it. and then we starting to they see more and more it. things where they try to take power away from the employees. But this is a, a – we always talk about sports being a microcosm for a larger issue. Uh, you know, the way employers are going about doing these things, they, they're trying to invade your life more and more personally. They want to know about your social media. They want to know about and, and again, and, and, it. and it's a lot of it's a lot of layers to the game. It's a lot but of it's a, it's about controlling human beings. And I, I'm very very upset about this. Not again. If he did it, get him, get him, get him, get him. Do whatever, whatever the rules are. See, but, but, we're, but again, we're, what if she lied? Because there are allegations see, that we're, she we're, lied. We're, but see, what what people get twisted in this deal is, and a lot of people is, they're thinking when you say domestic violence, they're thinking you're beating them with your fist. But what the NFL is saying, we got this code, this conduct policy. See, they're just thinking domestic violence. He beat her up. Well, it's, it's, it's pictures not, out there on TMZ. It's beyond, but it, it's beyond that. But they have the text messages where she kind of admitted she's lying. This is the thing that, that, that a lot of people are missing. When you get in these big companies, they have these things in place. This is why when you look at it, they have these huge unions because they fight for the, the employee. Because that one CEO... He has that power, and those big unions fight that uh, and company. And that's why I think because, the, the, so. The NFL is no different. This is why I but think you the have players' to union is doing a really, really poor job. You can't jump into it, Devin. And, and see, that's a lot of things. A lot of people they well, just see, what lose it. it. Oh, he ain't doing it, and they just jump into it. You got to fact find it. There's things that you, you don't go have to through. fact find because it's not your job. You if you defer to the law, if if Roger Goodell come out and says, "Look, the police investigated thoroughly. We base our ruling on what happens with the police." And 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 now once you do that, you're off the hook as a league. You are off the hook. You don't go to jail, but these companies 
have their own investigators that investigate but as not, well. That's it's wrong. You can't it's, say that's it's wrong. wrong. No, that's, but it's nothing right about that. But There's then, nothing right want, about if, that. See, you're going by what you think. If if you want to run a business and you don't want that, that's how you run your company. But these companies. Have this but in place. people think they can do anything, and, and people will sign off on just about anything for money. And don't that's, work for but, them. But again, don't work. But, but work if one them. do it and they all start to do it, then guess what? Get you young. cannot. No, in society, you cannot have. But, this is a bigger issue. This is about society and the rights of an employer to control your life. That's the problem, and we, we are going in the wrong way. But you're not hurting your brain. How many people would have been upset if he said if he comes out and says? Hey, this is what happened. Uh, you know, we investigated. And the investigation consists of we're going to talk to the police department on, and public information. Anything that they allow us to know, we know. And then from that, they said no case. We say no and, case. And, 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 I, and, and I mentioned this on the podcast in Houston. I mean, on, on your I'm show in Houston. How many times have they paid off somebody and it went away? And you know and what? how many times? No, no, no. But see, this is the question we're asking. Nobody wants to answer. And that happens all the time. And then it goes away. But you know what they say? Man, I know he did this and he did that. But he paid her off. For as, as, but then that's okay. So as, as many times. Is that right or wrong? No, it's, it's wrong. Absolutely, and it's it wrong. Happen, but if right? it goes away, it went away. Because so, of, so, 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 so but does I, it, does it, the, the thing about it is, was that person right or wrong? He was wrong, but they paid him off okay. to wash it away. And okay. now, and we know that, and we've said that before. We all get, oh, man, he paid that, that, that young lady off and you know to get that out of the way so he can go and play. Okay. So, well, yeah, I'll admit that I've heard and seen and, and it, thought those things about yeah. some of those cases. On the flip, how many times have, have men been falsely accused of everything under the sun from you, you know, you're the daddy. You're this. You're that. How many times have men been falsely accused? That's the point. Well, they, that that's in a in a different light. But what I'm saying the, in a situation I, like this, where they pay people off to get this out of the way, we don't know if they paid this young lady off with the police. Well, apparently so not. Go. No, I'm just saying. So he won't go to jail. I'm not saying he did it or he didn't. But I'm just saying they paid her off so he wouldn't go get in trouble with the law. Or something like that. Those things can happen, and that's what we're getting away from. And we don't know what she told the investigators. Okay, but uh, but my point is, it never should have been an investigation. He never should have put and himself so, in that situation. Well, but, but if he didn't do anything, and she's just making false allegations, so, then he didn't put so himself in that situation. You, but see, this is the thing. What you 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 spent time with a young woman, and you twenty something years old? No, I'm not saying that. I've gotten a little <laughs> older now, and I've understand now where when these things happen. You got to take your time on it because if the NFL is saying this happened on three times, three times, now I heard that, but now I want to know. You know, I'm just a peon, but I want to know now on these three different occasions what happened because it didn't happen. You were with her three different times. My mom and dad told me, okay, the first time if you got into something, they say it happened. You might need to step away. But now a second time, and it happens again, and now a third time, you keep putting yourself in bad situations. Yeah. He's got to be smart enough, and even he said, "I got to grow up, and I got to make better choices." Well, but again, so and, but we got to put those, those comments in proper context. Want to get your take on that? 
Uh, you can respond. You can give us comments. I want your uh, your opinion on this. You can tweet me at Wade's Word. Uh, Kevin's at Allen, Allen Ron 10. In addition to that, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and the group page on Facebook. We want to get your thoughts on that. Also, the other big issue is Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, the momentum is growing for boycott. People want to boycott the NFL because of Colin Kaepernick. I was asked in the last podcast, would I boycott? And I said, no. And part of the reason why is because the movements are great, but what about the follow-through? And the other part of that is I want to hear from Colin Kaepernick. It, Colin Kaepernick, through an interview or through some sort of conversation with somebody, can let me know where he is in this process. There's so many things that we don't really know other than we, he just doesn't have a job. We don't know his, his contract demands. We don't know if he is saying he, he – I mean, I, and I, I, I think we've sort of dispelled most of those things. But I still want to hear from him. So that – I mean, that will go a long way. Now, you have protests coming up on the 23rd. Uh, we heard about one here in Houston that's happening September 10th. There, there are plans around the country at a lot of these major – in the major cities to boycott and protest the NFL. Uh, a, do you think any kind of protest will work? And B, do you think that it's a good thing to call on these protests? I think they can work if if you get enough people out there and make enough noise but the follow-up process, what I think is, okay, you're doing that. I know we're not going to have enough you know, enough people out here protesting because those stadiums are still going to be full. And but paid for even if they aren't full. If they're not. But the thing about it is you can get away from purchasing some of the things that where the sponsors because if you if, if the NFL or, or one of the teams hire them, sponsorships talking about they're going to pull out. Okay, if you're going to do that, well, we'll pull out and buy your products. So once you start hitting them in the pocket like that, then they'll go back to the drawing board and say, hey, 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 hold on, wait, 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 wait. Then they can go to owner, hey, look, go ahead and sign this guy because it's hurting them now. Right. right. So then you do it that way, but. Well, it's the just, NFL is like Jason in those Friday the 13th movies. You can't kill it. I don't care what you do to it. Uh, because, again, all of this negative stuff from CTE to Ezekiel Elliott and Colin Kaepernick and, and people who, who on the other side protested, Ray Rice, the Native American community are protesting the Redskins. Nothing seems to affect the NFL. And I think, you know, one, one aspect of this whole thing is Roger Goodell is doing an awful job because – you have to negotiate these things and not make them a distraction. Here we are. We are in the first week of preseason. And really, for the most part, the major conversations are about things that are not on the field. And that's a, that's bad for business and that's bad for your bottom line. And I think, you look, you have the goose that laid the golden egg. You have a money-making machine in the NFL. And I think Goodell is slowly eroding that and I think is I think really it's starting to affect people and people are turning away from the NFL. Now you said you heard, you didn't hear too many of your people that you come into contact say that they were going to boycott. Right, I have I've heard a lot. I've, I've had a list of sponsors post, posted on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page by somebody. A lot of women are really set to protest, and I think this thing can get out of control. And because I don't see in a foreseeable future, I don't see him getting signed. I just I, I don't see him getting signed. And the thing about this is and a lot of people are saying I want to hear from him. I don't. And the reason that I don't is because his message has been proven. It's 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 out there because a year later 
we're still talking about it. But we're and talking the thing about, about it. Yeah, we're talking about him, though. We're no, not talking about the issue. No, no, no. But he doesn't have to say anything because he hasn't done anything wrong. So he went out here. His message was, let's let's stop some of this killing out here, this senseless killing to some of the black youth and blacks that are out here and nothing is being done about it. That's what his message was about. So then what happened is now he doesn't have a job because he voided the contract because he wanted to be a yeah, starter. You, you keep now going back to that, but he but was no, no, going to no. yeah, yeah, no, no, work out. No, no, the thing about it, Devin, and I, I did my homework on this, a lot of people say your contracts aren't guaranteed, They're not. but he's still getting money from his signing bonus. That may be one of the reasons you're not hearing about Colin Kaepernick because he's still receiving money from that signing bonus that was stretched out. So he's still getting money. But he doesn't have to go out here and speak now because his initial message wasn't out here talking. So why start talking now? He's done it. No, now and I, and people is doing it for him. I understand that, done. but I want to hear—I want to hear him talk about the entire situation. For what? Because I want—I want to know that he really wants to play he, football. He doesn't have to. He doesn't owe that to anybody. Well, I, I think he for all these people that. getting ready to mobilize on on his behalf, they need to know that we we are fighting for somebody who wants to be fought no, for. But but the the thing about it, Devin, they're fighting for him because it should be because he hasn't done anything wrong. But it's bigger than Colin Kaepernick because the next one that does it can get the same treatment. So now we're fighting for the cause. It's not for him. He's all right. This dude, well, either this way, dude, he'll be fine. Either way, he's going to be fine. And he and by him, think about this now, by him doing what he did in the beginning, now look what it's doing because now it's exposing a lot of things. A lot of times people think in order to get your message across, you got to get out here and be rah-rah. His message is moving, and he hasn't opened his mouth. And now they don't know where he is, and that hurts the NFL because if he talks, they can pick his brain and figure out where he is on this deal. Eventually what's going to happen, somebody's going to call him in and say, hey, let's talk because they don't know where he is right now right, as far right. as his thinking because he's not saying anything. Mark. He's fine. Mark. He's all right on that part. Well, we want to get your opinion on that on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page and on Twitter. On on any of the sites, you can go ahead and leave your comments and your reviews of the podcast. Other thing I want to mention briefly, I don't want to delve into this too much, but uh, this you know I, I had this thing about boycotting the Mayweather fight, right? Mayweather, Conor McGregor coming up because I thought that they allowed the racial element to come into the uh into the fight game and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on uh that's coming up in the shame 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 or charge it to the game segment with that going to take a brief time out and when we come back we have our old school movie role assignment we have a ball and a falling we have shame 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 charge it to the game and we're going to celebrate some the uh the anniversary of the invention of hip-hop Okay, all that and a whole lot more. Gonna take a time out. This is the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. Make a clap to this. 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 Before.
more. I never let the mic magnetize me no more, but it's biting me, fighting me, inviting me to rhyme. I can't hold it back. I'm looking for the line, taking off my coat, clearing my throat. The rhyme will be kicking it till I hit my last note. My mind remains to find all kind of ideas. Self-esteem makes it seem like a thought took years to build, but still say a rhyme after the next one. Prepared, never scared. I'll just bless one. And you know that I'm the solo whist, so Eric B, make him clap to this. Make, 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 make a clap to this. Make, 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 make a clap to this. Make, make, make a clap, make a clap, make a clap to this. Welcome back to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Devin Wade and the Silver Fox are on episode 27. And we got into Colin Kaepernick. We're going to get more into some other things. And we definitely have some fun stuff to look forward to. I want to remind you guys, please subscribe. Please, please, please make comments and review the show. Give us a review. Give us your thoughts. And tell a friend. Make sure you share this because uh, uh, we have a unique brand of sports conversation and we want to extend that. And we need that. Uh, we need your help to do just that. Now, a segment we call Ballin' or Fallin'. That's when we have a entity, player, coach, team, uh, and we decide if they're balling or if they're falling. Uh, first up, NBA jersey. Now, we're starting to see this time of year, we're starting to see the unveiling of the new uniforms for these teams, and they change every year for some of them. And one thing that's new is you're starting to see a sponsor's patch on the jersey itself. This hadn't happened. You know, you had practice jersey in the NFL but on the actual jersey in the NBA. And I want to know, are NBA jerseys, are they balling or are they falling? I think it's balling. Uh, they kind of did a test run with the WNBA with the sponsors on the jerseys and overseas and stuff like that. And that's another way to generate money. So by them putting the patch on there and creating more money, I think they're balling. I think the NBA jerseys are falling because not only now they're doing too much. Okay. And I don't want to see every time I watch the, the and I think uh, soon enough we'll be oblivious to it. We won't even notice it. But I don't want to see a Western Union patch on a on a Denver Nuggets jersey. I don't want to. I don't want NBA uniforms to turn into NASCAR uniforms. I, you know, soccer's done that forever, and I just thought that was so so tacky because it pollutes your brand. Say if you, you know, say if you love the team. Say if the Cowboys are sponsored by I don't know. Give me somebody, Donald Trump, Trump Towers. Now, you love the Cowboys, but hate Trump. So, you don't like, how do you reconcile that? Well, you look at it as like the sponsorship with, say, like the Cowboys there. AT&T is everywhere. So, you know, it's all over the stadium. Everywhere you look now, it's. It's that brand out there for 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 some sponsorship, you know the the the, the signs and everything and I, and, and is everywhere. This, so why that, not? And I give you an example of how that doesn't work. And, you know, not in the way that it used to work. When I was growing up, I could name all twenty eight stadiums. You know, the Kingdom. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Jack Murphy Stadium. Right. Right. Astrodome. Three Three Rivers. Riverfront. Rivers, right. Front, right. Uh, RFK. Now I can't name any of them. because you have multiple. Multiple AT and T's and yeah. and I, I can't name any of them. No, no. Verizon, this or that, and the yeah. other. So I am. You know, what? Why it's just a part of the landscape. I think NBA jerseys again are falling. Let's go with the Buffalo Bills. We talked about them trading their star wide receiver Sammy Watkins, and they trade him and a six round pick to the Rams for uh, EJ Gaines and a second round pick. Now they own two first round picks, two second round picks, two third round picks in the 2018 draft. 
So building for the future, Buffalo Bills sacrifice the present. Are they balling or are they falling? Immediate future, they're 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 falling. Uh, you know they're they're unloading everything. Uh, they say they're not tanking, but when you're getting rid of your star players and your best player, uh, you you kind of you kind of everybody can kind of see that writing on the wall where you're tanking the season. So I I say they're falling. You know I'll say they're falling too because I now you're starting to you put too much pressure on yourself to come up with the with players with potential. And when you have Watkins, who is a premier receiver in this league, we know what he can do. Now he he had problems staying on the field. Uh, but, again, you can't put that much stock in the future. Now, that being said, who wouldn't want six picks in the first three rounds? Uh, but I, I think they're definitely uh, falling. And I'll th- tell you another reason why I think they're falling, uh, and this may be for the longer term. You have a guy in Tyrod Taylor. Now he's not going to have anybody to throw to. And maybe Jordan Matthews may be, help him a little bit, but you get rid of a premier receiver and don't give this young man a chance. So now you essentially sandbag his entire career, and that's a that's a bad move. And and that's unfortunate when you say you said for years now that he's your guy. Now you you know you you basically sabotaging his career. If I'm him, I'm like I would be on the phone with my agent. Can you find anywhere for me to be? Can you get me out of here? <laughs> but then he won't start anywhere else though. So you know he's kind of he's in a between the rock and a hard yeah. place for sure. So and finally the Miami Marlins they were uh, there's an agreed deal to sell the team to Derek Jeter uh, uh, led group mm-hmm. and a number of others including Michael Jordan for 1.2 billion. Well, you know, nobody cares about Miami Marlins or or formerly the Florida Marlins baseball. Nobody seems to care. They can't get it right. They had this immaculate new stadium. They have everything down there. You have that Cuban population. Still, nobody cares about baseball down there. You have a, a young stud and one of the, one of my favorite baseball players, in Jean, uh, Giancarlo Stanton, who hit another bomb, bomb home man. run last Not- night. That dude is magnificent. You can't get anything going in Miami. Do you think that with the pending sale to Derek Jeter and Michael Jordan's group, uh, that the Miami Marlins will be balling or falling? Kind of tough to say there. I I, I want to say balling. Because you got you have those those uh, Jordan and Jeter, you know, with athletic minds to, to get in the game. But then you've seen where that has taken place, and they those type individuals haven't been very smart on the business side. That's t- that they're in a tough situation in in, in Florida. So I I'm, I'm a if, if they do. Uh, I don't know, Devin. I don't know where to call this one because I'm <laughs> stuck. It, it's hard to say. I'm I'm kind of in the middle. I'm gonna call this one a slash. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not an option, this, but this okay. Is a slash, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. They they can go in the right direction, but this is gonna be a hard one to turn around, man. I, you know what? So I mean, go ahead and say they're falling. It's okay. It's okay because that's what you lean well, to. I can't say they're falling. Because they've already failed. You know, they're, they're laying down right now, you know? So, yeah. I'm mean, saying, watch that because I've been down so long. The yeah. thought of getting up never even crossed my mind. My, never crossed my mind. <laughs> exactly. I've been laying there. I think this is the way of the world, you know? So, I don't know. And was, like I said, I'll call it Slash, man. Now, uh, I think the, the Mar- Miami Marlins are balling. Anytime you add a on the baseball operations side, you have the the chicness of having Michael Jordan in the building, 
And, and you know, Miami is a kind of plastic, trendy place at times, you know, and, and so I think that's the kind of appeal you need. You know, Venus and Serena are part owners of the, the Miami Dolphins down there. So I think the celebrity value and making them popular and having, you know, famous people at the games all the time, I think will help. So I think uh, the Miami Marlins, their future is balling. I really do because you have an audience down there. You have people who really would like to support baseball if uh, if the, the organization had a little bit more oomph um, and, sure. and now they have it because they've already won, you know, World Series. So, you know, they've done their thing uh, down there and been in, immediately broke up the team. Next, I want to do what we call the TV old school movie. And we, this is such a convoluted name for this segment. But it's a, a, the old school TV role assignment. I, for lack of a better term, we need. I need to come up with a better name for this segment. This is what we take athletes or owners or coaches and we assign them to our favorite TV shows. We'll give them characters. So we've done this before early on. In this episode, we had with the saga of the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> where you have Jerry Jones, Ezekiel Elliott, and Roger Goodell all involved. I thought about this and I said, well, which characters are the three of these guys in a show we call Sanford and Son. If you don't know Sanford and Son, you can certainly go on Centric and watch it all the time. If you don't know it, you should, it's a part of a, the American experience. So American go back and watch it. You know the show. We talk, no. we reference it all of the time. And one of the best shows in the history of television, at least for the first four or five years. Then it kind of got a little point. So with Ezekiel Elliott, Jerry Jones, and Roger Goodell, who are, and I'll name some of the characters so you can assign, uh, you can go with each one of them and assign. You have Esther, Fred, Lamont, <laughs> Rallo, Woodrow, Smitty Happy. Oh, yeah. Okay, what would, in this whole thing with this this triangle with Jerry Jones, Ezekiel Elliott, and Roger Goodell, who is Ezekiel Elliott? Think about this, because we didn't really plan this out. And we didn't. I, I'm tell, I'm going to say he's Rollo. <laughs> <laughs> he's Rollo. <laughs> we both agree on that one. He's Rollo. Ezekiel, I, we agree. Yeah. He is, in this whole situation, he's a shady character. <laughs> he's Rollo. He's Rollo. And who is his mom? Uh, Reed Lawson. <laughs> Reed Lawson's boy. That's Reed Lawson. That's Reed Lawson's boy. <laughs> Reed Lawson's boy, Rollo. Okay, Jerry Jones. Who is Jerry Jones? Jerry got to be Fred. Yeah. He's got to be. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's the, he runs this operation with me. I, yeah. I'm going to say yeah, he's Fred. Yeah, I would guess you. he was the hardest to place in this thing. But, yeah, I think that he's he's, he's, he's Fred. Fred in this situation. And finally, Roger Goodell. Who is Roger Goodell? I'm, I'm going to say he's got to be Hoppy to me. <laughs> he's got to be How do we get all of these right? <laughs> Because that's exactly what I said. Yeah. He's a, he didn't plan this. He didn't plan it at all. He's a Keystone cop. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? He's hopping. And so, yeah, so those are, that's how we assign those. So, uh, Ezekiel Elliott is Rollo. <laughs> yeah. Then you have uh, Fred being Jerry Jones. Yeah. And, and that he didn't quite fit that, but I guess that's He's the closest to closest it. Closest to it. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Roger Goodell being the Keystone cop and being happy. So that's it. That's that segment, which we have to come up with a new name for. The old school TV movie role assignment, something or other. But we'll come up with that, and we'll make it happen. want to get into another segment we call... Shame, shame, shame. Shame, 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 shame. I charge it to the game. 
That's where we present the situation and we say, hey, is it shame on them or do you charge it to the game? Want to go, uh, let's start with UCLA quarterback first, Josh Rosen, who basically said that football and school don't mix. And he went on to say that if you raise the SAT requirements <laughs> at Alabama, let's see how many games they win. And that, of course, that caused an uproar. But is what he says, shame, 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 or you charge it to the game? Charge that to the game, man. But it's all in the game. <laughs> hey, they're not changing the SAT right now, and, and Saban's doing what he have to do. You can fall asleep to light drunk, right. but you, hey, this this is your rule. They didn't arrest him, so he can play. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Not in jail. If you're not in jail, you can he, play. So he's at the light sleeping. So the police didn't arrest him. So you know what happened? Oh, he is that Alabama sweeping under the rug. Hey, it happened. So to, he didn't play. happen to Rudy T. Here, right? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, man, you won a championship, man. Take him to the you can, Yeah, you can run into a tree. It's all right. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, the next time, we talked about this a little bit. Floyd Mayweather saying he's fighting for black people all around the world. Conor McGregor responded by saying, he said, man, I didn't mean anything. I didn't mean to reference anything in that way. I never wanted to call any anybody a monkey or whatever, whatever. <laughs> he said, if I had a name, and I'm paraphrasing, but I'm close. I'm You're very close, close to this You're one. Close. He said, I would call him a rat or a weasel for, for actually putting it out there like that. He said, this man is a man that beat his wife in front of his children. Now, <laughs> you know, I boycotted that fight. And I'm no, still, don't buy no, the no, fight. I'm still not buying the don't fight. Don't buy the but, fight. But I'm saying, because this was not. It's getting good now. But that's real. It's this, getting good. Yeah, th this is real. This is yeah. not fake. I still won't buy the fight because I think it's a circus. But and and, and Floyd has had a bad bad week because he tried to convince us, oh, well I could be beat. I'm slowing down. I'm not as good as I used to be. He could beat me. So that tells you that the ticket sales are slow, and they they have 3,500 seats left or something. Some some they have a lot of tickets left. I, I forget the number. But there are a lot of seats left that they have not sold. And I don't know how it was moving on pay per view. Obviously, those things will ramp up as we get closer Close to the fight. To, yeah. But it, is it shame, shame, shame on Mayweather for saying he's fighting for the whole black race and making this a race issue, or do you charge it to the game? Charge it to the game. But it's all. In the game, charge the game. In, I was love. I was feeling love and trying to raise money. Trying to raise money. I say shame, shame, shame. And the racial component does not need to be here. It's already enough tension. It's already enough tension in the world. It's already at the stoplight down the street. It's enough racial tension. We don't need this shame, shame, shame on Floyd Mayweather <laughs> for making this a race issue. Just fight the man. But he's done this before. But he, he always fights on Cinco de Mayo. He wears a sombrero. He does all of that. And he does it for money. It's shame on him for that. Because this is even more overt than some, oh yeah, I, in ways it's more overt than some of the stuff, the antics he pulled and fighting De La Hoya and Canelo and all those guys. I mean, for three or four years in there, he fought on Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So shame, shame, shame on Floyd. And finally, LeBron James for tweeting calling a Los Angeles home. So let me paint the backstory here. Basically, he tweeted out, hey, I'm looking for a game. I, I want some run. I want, a, want somewhere to hoop. I'm really wanting some basketball my, all my life. So Jamal Crawford tweets. He said, hey, come to Seattle. We'd love to have you. And he said, his, and this all on Twitter, and his response was, hey, 
you know, maybe when I'm home in L.A., I can make a day trip up to Seattle. And, of course, that set the world ablazing. Uh, is that foreshadowing? Is it shame, shame, shame or charging to the game for LeBron tweeting that, calling Los Angeles home? I say charging to the game. But it's all But it's not game. shame, shame, shame with him no more because he he's done this a couple of times before and you know it's coming. So it's no shame, shame, shame on that one. I'm exactly on the same page with you. I, I think that, you know, you know what you're getting with LeBron now. And the, the Kyrie sort of, uh, the, the Kyrie bashing continues. But, you know, on this situation, we agree. Hey, charge it to the game with, with LeBron because that's a known entity. He's already telling you he's going to L.A. next year. Let me ask you this question. We're going to get off base for a minute. It's, it's not planned. And this kind of, I've been kind of thinking about it. Uh, the Kevin Durant situation that he did, a lot of players are kind of upset with him because he said, you know, he's going to sign for less money. Right. And that way, <coughs> Iguodala and Livingston can sign. So now they're saying he's siding with the owners. He's saving them money for not taking the tax hit because he should have got all his money. What do you feel about that? Well, I mean, that's nothing new. I think that there was a rule when the NFL players never take a pay cut on your team. Make them cut you. And if you have to take a pay cut, get it, you know, don't just give the owners anything. I mean, I think the players are right. I think the players are right. And I think Durant is, if he was in any other league around other guys, he would be a villain. I think in the NBA, they, they forgive and forget. They don't care about anything you do. They'll fuss a little bit about it. But at the end of the day, they'll take him in. But I think, I mean, obviously... When they're talking about that kind of money, it's not going to hurt him to do this if it helps his reputation. But you, I could go you, either way on that situation, but I see the point. Don't give the owners a break. But do you do you think that he's saying, okay, I want to make sure Sean and Andre are taken care of, and if I can take less money to do so, I can still get mine on the back end, and I'm making all this endorsement money. It's not going to hurt me, and I want to keep these core well, guys look, together look, and make another run. But, well, what he's doing, but he may be costing those guys some money. Maybe Livingston and Iguodala can go somewhere and make well, more were, money. Well, they were they went out there and they didn't, right. so they just came back. They right. were free agents, so both of them came back with him giving up the money. And the thing about it, you know, he's like, hey, I like these guys. I want to keep this group together. So, you know, I mean, I, I like the move. I don't know. I, I mean, to me, I guess, yeah, if you put, a, put winning ahead of, of that, that's fine. You hate to give the owners anything back, but you you know because we saw what happened with Carmelo. He took his money. He wanted it all, and, of and, and, now, and they giving him nothing back. And now he's miserable. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. when I look at it like that, he got all that money, and now he's searching for a team and can't get in the playoffs. But right. Durant say, "Let me get this up. Get these guys happy. Keep my core together, and let's keep winning this thing." I think that's pretty good. I, I think you can go either way on that one. I, but I, I mean. You hate to give the owners anything. And if you frame it like you're looking out for your guys and showing loyalty, you can't knock that either. Right. So, I mean, yeah. But, again, he continues to be a lightning rod in pretty much a lot of stuff that he does, even as LeBron number one and then then Kevin Durant, uh, which brings me to a segment that I, I was going to try, and I don't think I'm going to do it. It's called I Said That To Make You Mad. I just said get you mad. So, now, this is a segment I was going to say something, and I will in the future. Uh, I just want to introduce the segment, even though I won't do it yet. I'm gonna Can introduce. Can I say it? Well, you want to say something just to I'm make make, make people mad? But say, it's the truth. Go ahead. I think Ezekiel Elliott got what he deserved. <laughs> he got six games. He got yeah. exactly what he deserved. <laughs> well, you hey, just, 
And you know Melanie is gonna be mad at you for that. <laughs> hey, we'll give us six games. She got a she got a nickname for you. Oh, oh. Kevin with his hate hand. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? <laughs> you gotta wear that crown. You know what? Doesn't bother me. You know what? Make me feel like I'm at home now. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, <laughs> stand in line. Yeah, well, yeah. so so we did, in fact, do the segment. Yeah, I just said segment. that to make you mad, yeah. but this time you did it. I'll do it next time. There you go. I just said that to make you mad. Finally, before we get out of here, uh, you know, hip hop on August 11, 1973, DJ Cool invented hip hop. We saw it. If you Googled anything, you saw the history of it. I didn't know the date. I know when I became acquainted with it. Well, like most of America with like the Sugar Hill game. That was, that, that that's was when, that I think that turned the corner for me. Yeah, that's what that in our because like we are a part of a generation that remember life before hip hop. But so you know in New York it was a growing thing, but we got to it was 78, 79? Uh, well, for, yeah, right in that and yeah. well <clears throat> Uh, yeah, 79, 80, right, right there. Yeah. I think it, that's when it hit. I, that, that's when I think I remember the Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah, and that's when I'm like, man, music's gonna change. Well, happy birthday, hip hop. But let's let's go with your your top five old school rap groups. And, and you can go old, old, or you can go kind of old. But I mean, let's go before Biggie and Tupac. Let, let, that's I mean, that's old go, now. But it, let's go older. Let's I'll go like Curtis Blow. Era. I was about to say Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow is on your list. Let me write it down. Curtis Blow. Run DMC. Run DMC. I got to go with the Sugar Hill Gang because that to me that's with me that's who who got a I kind of okay. got it for me. Cool Modi. Cool Modi, who had a birthday this week, too. And I have one more. Uh, I think that's KRS-One. Oh, Boogie Down Productions there you go. and KRS-One. Yeah. Man, that's a good list, man. That is a good list. Well, I'm going to go Bobby Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> the L.A. Dream Team. No, nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nah, my, but you remember the L.A. Dream Team yeah. and World Class? Yeah, World Class Wrecking Crew. When, yeah. when really West Coast was really, like, really, like, a joke they you know I, I mean i've always had a tendency to lean towards the east coast but here here are my top five in no particular order although i will give you my number one last i'll say number one for last um i yeah I, fat boys but fat boys were uh, gimmicky and then the movies kind of made them even more gimmicky but i i i given them a little bit of credit in in some of the, the instrumentation and some of the stuff that they did on some of their cuts Okay, UTFO. People yeah, slept on yeah, UTFO. Yeah, yeah. But you think about Bite It and Roxanne Roxanne yeah. and Leader of the Pack. He's yeah. called what we call the Leader of the Pack. Also Houdini. Man, when Houdini oh, yeah. came out on Fresh yeah. Fest on the on the mopeds. Oh man, on those sprees. Yeah. Oh man, the look. I went to Southern Star Amphitheater, that's the world to see Houdini. That Houdini was my group because they had more instrumentation. They had a more sophisticated sound than, than Run DMC. Everybody came to see the headliner, which was Run DMC. Run DMC was so heavy with the beat. I, I didn't like Run DMC as much as I liked Houdini with the instrumentation. One love, one love. <laughs> you know, hey, I'm telling you, man, that was that was hey, I'm t that was my group. I loved Houdini. Tribe Called Quest is in there back in that era. Also, when you talk about Public Enemy. Public Enemy was life changing. Yeah, yeah, you know they were along with X Clan and some of the others. They, they came with some folks, so uh, for sure it was a, a big, big deal. But before you get to that last one, I think I know who it is. But say it, my favorite rapper. I know it. I, I knew it. I, I, I hope, uh, I, look, you, 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 you asked me about these top five, 
And I said, I got to thinking about mine. And I said, I know his favorite. Who is my number one? I know Let's you got. I know you got. Now, let me see if you know. I know you got. Who is it? <laughs> Heavy D. No, man. But I will say this about Heavy D. Heavy D is the most underrated rapper you for his lyrics. Say that. You always I always say, say that. that. That you I always, always say. say that. He's the most underrated rapper of all time. Yeah. Heavy D, it, it, go back, look at the lyrics. If you're talking about lyrical content, sophistication, like black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Now that we found love, what are we going to do? Um, um, Make this land a better land. Uh, I'm telling you, hell, hell. you always say he's, he's the most underrated. He wasn't my favorite, but he was the most underrated rapper in the history of rap. I'll go back. He's the only person that was on the track with Biggie and Tupac and held his own. Biggie and Tupac on the track with Heavy D. I'm telling you. It's on the Eddie F compilation. I'm telling you, that's real. Mm. But my favorite rapper is Rakim. Mm. Now, I didn't even mention like the Beastie Boys. I like the Beastie Boys. That The License to Ill, that first album was a game changer too. Even though I didn't like the two hits that came out of that, Fight for Your Right, I, yeah. I didn't like that. And No Sleep Till Brooklyn. I didn't like those. Uh, Brass Monkey was cool and all that. And and Paul Revere. Voom, 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 voom. <laughs> uh, but that was it. But my but Eric B and Rakim, Eric B for president. And I'm telling you, that dude is the best. He's the best ever, man. He will go on and on and on. Now these guys, they mumble the same things over and over again. They repetitive. They basically just, just rush to the chorus. This dude had verse after verse after verse after verse, and you thought he was a killer. Didn't 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 curse. Didn't curse in his music, and you still you never noticed it because he was that cold. I'm telling you, that's a bad bad boy. Best best that ever did it. Got to give a shout out to the Ghetto Boys though. You know, got to take care of H Town. Got to give it. to And him. my boy that was on Kids Jam with me, Jazzy Red. <laughs> I'm a dope fiend, and I need drugs. That will wrap things up. Now it's time for uh, the end. And before I let go, before I let go, I I wanted to remind you guys, we have some gear coming, some Sports Talk with Devin Wade gear coming up. And uh, the way to get that, I'm going to give some free stuff away. The way to do that is by posting on social media, by by hitting me up on social media. In addition to that, when you subscribe on iTunes or TuneIn or SoundCloud, please write a review. Write a, write something. Write some comments so we can see and other people can see how you feel about the show. Also, you can go on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group. Any final thoughts for you? Hey, love it. Um, enjoy being here. Um, looking at the comments kind of funny to me sometimes when you, <laughs> when you stir them up Devin you know and then I take the blame for it so you know hey it's all right but uh I enjoy the show man uh Houston show and the, and the national podcast here that that we're on so I, I really appreciate that thanks very much hey man thanks so much for being here I want to remind you guys sports talk with Devin Wade on iTunes tune in SoundCloud you guys can call in on Tuesday I want to get your comments we're going to record those so we can share them on the podcast as well. Have a football preview coming up uh, in the coming episodes. Get you ready for the NFL season. And we have writers and and sports figures from around the country that uh, we're going to have on the coming week to talk about some things from around the country. So thank you, Virginia. Thank you, Maryland. Thank you, California. Thank you, of course, Houston, Texas, and my folks here in H-Town for your support. And as always, have a great day.